This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME-courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. Medical Minute. Uh, this is going to be like a, kind of a current events topical Medical Minute. Who can tell us briefly, this is going to be a crowd interaction, the, uh, the current event about DeMar Hamlin uh, collapsing on the football field. Can you tell us about that at all? He was attempting a tackle, and the guy lowered his shoulder and struck him dead center in his sternum. The player who was struck in the sternum stood up, had a near sinkable, and then collapsed. Needed CPR. All right. Do we know mm. what this is called? Something yeah, crazy. yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. called commotio cordis. Has anyone done a medical minute on this yet? It's like a good current event medical minute. Somebody did a medical minute already? All right. Well, this will be an even better medical minute. All right. So commotio cordis is basically when you go into sudden V-fib that's triggered by direct impact to the heart. So it's something that's been known since all the way back in the 1700s. In the old, ye old medical literature, there would be occasional write-ups of people that got struck like working on a farm and then had sudden cardiac arrest. But it's been much more appreciated in recent times. It, it used to be thought that it was very, very rare. Now there's a national registry and actually there are like 10 to 20 cases every year. It's 95% males, not surprisingly. Typically under the age of 20, the average age is 15. If you think about it, you know, it's generally sometimes in an industrial setting, sometimes just in a, like a, you know, dude got mad, punch me in the chest setting, but most commonly with sports. So the most common sport involved is baseball. And it's usually either a pitcher, a catcher, or a batter that gets nailed directly over the heart. Who, anyone, any votes for the up and coming, I don't know if it's second or, but, but on the rise sport that's uh, lacrosse. rugby, lacrosse. Yes, you got a hard ball, you got sticks, there's, there's uh, definitely potential. 95% males probably doesn't explain the demographics alone, right? There are like a lot of young women that participate in soccer and lacrosse and other things, but don't necessarily get commotio cordis. And they think that there may be kind of a genetic heritable uh, component that either females have different ion channels in the cardiac muscle or that somehow the estrogen and other sex hormones affect the heart differently such that females are less um, prone to commotio cordis. Um, what's the treatment? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't actually seen precordial thump, like a second thump as, uh, as a treatment, but basically good CPR, rapid defibrillation and good immediate CPR, which this player did get in this case and seems to be doing well. Historically, it was thought that no one survives commotio cordis. Now with more modern literature, it seems somewhere around 35% of people um, survive, but that's still a pretty high mortality rate. Um, why does it happen? That's probably the beyond the scope of our discussion today, except that all of us who have put in central lines know that the myocardial tissue is very sensitive to touch, right? How do you know when your central line's gone in a or the wire's gone in a little bit too far? You're going to VTAC. Going to VTAC, or hopefully you just get a few PVCs. So the myocardial tissue is very sensitive to kind of even light touch or impact, certainly hard impact. There are lots of animal models. There are lots of researchers who've spent time like 
whacking cats and rabbits with hammers trying to reproduce Commotio Cordis, but no one really knows the true underlying pathophysiology of, uh, of how it occurs. All right, I think that's it. For the, for the podcast listeners, there's a good summary in April 2012 in the journal Circulation, Arrhythmia, and Electrophysiology, and also a 1995 New England Journal article. Thanks. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division, and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.